G'day mate, 40 here. So I saw some clips of Kanye West going on Alex Jones along with Nick Fuentes and uh, Kanye wore a full face mask during the whole show. That was uh, rather interesting. He talked about how he likes Hitler and likes Nazis and he likes Jews. So uh, edgy stuff from uh, Kanye West. And I mean, I'm just wondering how his supporters feel. I, I went to Candace Owens. I wanted to see Candace Owens' reaction to Kanye West. And uh, she hasn't tweeted in a couple of days. So isn't uh, Candace Owens a big uh, Kanye supporter? So here's the Jerusalem Post. I like Hitler. Kanye West denies Holocaust in Alex Jones' interview. Kanye West said that every human, especially Hitler, is something of value that they bring to the table. Well, empirically, I'm sure that's right. American rapper Kanye West praised Nazi leader Adolf Hitler, denied the Holocaust in an interview with conspiracy theorist Alex Jones Thursday night. I like Hitler. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. The Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. Hitler's a lot of redeeming qualities. Kanye West said while wearing a full black face mask. So what you wear is going to have a big impact on how people react to you. And that uh, Kanye was doing this in a, in a full black face mask uh, might diminish his credibility with some people who are otherwise on the fence. I like Hitler. So yeah, apparently Kanye has had a very long uh, fascination with, with Hitler. Which many men do, right? I think most men like to watch uh, documentaries about Hitler and the Nazis. So that's not so shocking. But when he says the Holocaust is not what happened, and Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities, I'm not sure that will go over too well. So. Whoops. So we got here. Uh, Come on, man. Play the doggone clip. Bloody hell. I'm trying to run a high quality production here. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I did the help. Oh, bloody hell. Man. <laughs> so, this is Kanye talking about how he likes Hitler. Not trying to be shocking there. Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that man. I know you're trying to be shocking with that. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I the, the Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. And Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. I, I like Hitler. I, I don't like Hitler. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I the, the Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. And Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. I, I like Hitler. I, I don't like Hitler. I know you're trying to be shocking with that. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I the, the Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. And Hitler has a. Okay. Pretty pretty bizarre stuff there. Uh, Kanye says Hitler did not kill six million Jews. He had a really cool outfit. He was a really good architect. 
They did not kill six million Jews. So Alex Jones keeps appealing to Kanye to, you know, present himself in a better light. So Alex Jones was like the, the voice of, of reason in this interview. But uh, Kanye keeps wanting to turn the conversation in a dark direction. So he wants to talk about all of Hitler's positive qualities. I see good things about him. I love everyone. Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love us or you can love what we're doing to your contracts. But this guy, Hitler, that invented highways and invented the microphone that I use as a musician, cannot say out loud that he ever did anything good. I'm done with that. I'm done with classifications. Every human being, something of value they bring to the table, especially Hitler. I don't like the word evil next to Nazis, he's added. I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. <laughs> okay, if we take this seriously, all right, if you love everyone, then you also have to love Nazis. Right, this is a uh, logical extension of Christianity. Right, now, Hitler didn't invent highways and he didn't invent the microphone. And, uh, even, even people who are evil, they also do, do good things. Uh, Kanye West compared himself to Jews in the Holocaust, saying there are Jewish people basically hiding me under their floorboards right now. It's like a reverse version of the Holocaust. Okay, so I don't think that's going to go over real well with people who are otherwise undecided. And uh, whatever Kanye West is going through right now, it's not equivalent to what happened in the Holocaust. So we're at Manly Beach right now, and the slogan is, we're seven miles from Sydney and a thousand miles from Care. Kino Take, that's a, it's worth it for PPP to take time to consider the situation with Care. Godwinson had about 40% correct. So yeah, Kanye is yeah, not... Not really winning over a lot of converts, I would guess. And I, I don't see how Nick Fuentes and uh, Milo Yiannopoulos are helping themselves. So Kanye says that Donald Trump loves Nick Fuentes and he asked Kanye where he found this kid. Later in the show, Kanye West pulled out a net on a stick and a bottle of Yoohoo and said that together they made up Net and Yahoo. Standing there with the incoming Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, pretending, pretending that the net was Netanyahu, Kanye West put on a high voice, had the stick say anti-Semitic stereotypes. I'm the head of Mossad, he pretended, that the Netanyahu stick was saying. I'm going to kill you and take your children away from you. We control the history books, we control the banks, and we always kill people. So Kanye did the whole show with... Alex Jones in a full face mask that didn't have all holes for the eyes or the mouth. So, <laughs> I was wondering why Yoohoo was trending. Long term, Fuentes can say the Yee fake out was not about Trump or Yee or even the court, it's about the Fuentes business. Godwinson had it about 40% correct. The Fuentes brand is a shock jock, will give him the win. Fuentes is Howard Stern 2022. Like Richard Spencer, he's loyal to himself. It's all he sees when he looks at him. Well, Nick Fuentes does not strike me as emotionally unstable. I, I haven't seen Nick Fuentes do anything that strikes me as emotionally unstable. So, Milo Yiannopoulos seems unstable. Kanye West seems unstable. 
Nick seems solid. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a good man. I'm not saying that his analysis is solid. I'm saying that him as a personality seems solid. So a few days ago, Kanye stormed out of podcast appearance with Tim Pool uh, to claim that Jews control the corporate press. So it was back in October, Kanye tweeted that he would go DEFCON 3 on Jews. And he keeps escalating the anti-Jewish analysis. He also claimed that Jewish doctors tried to have him killed. Now, Nick Martin uh, on Twitter had an interesting analysis. He said that uh, Kanye wanted to get rid of many of his corporate you know, clients many of the people who were, were representing him. And so all this anti-Jewish stuff seems to be just uh, a way of you know, distancing himself from, from the middleman. So Kanye was unhappy with J.P. Morgan Chase right, way before he went death country on the Jews. He was also trying to get out of multi-year contracts with Gap and Adidas. Trump not bashing Nick is huge stuff. Yes, he's on state. We have to wonder if he pays 100k a month so that if he melts. I don't think I don't think Nick is unstable. Right? There's nothing about Nick Fuentes that, that strikes me as being unstable. So I don't see that. Like uh, Nick is an entertainer. Nick is funny. I think uh, when when Jimmy Kimmel played a, a clip of Nick saying that it's gay to date girls, it's gay, gay to date guys. You know, I think most of the audience laughed. You know, they, they find him amusing. So Trump is not bashing Fuentes. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah, he's unstable. You have to wonder if he pays 100K a month it was to Milo Yiannopoulos so that if he melts down, at least they walk away with something. Yeah. So is this, is this bargain really a great bargain for Milo and Nick Fuentes? So, in September, right, September of this year, rapper and designer Kanye West says he's done with corporate partners and plans to branch out solo. So I think this is the, the genesis of his anti-Jewish tirades. It's time for me to go it alone, he said. It's fine. I made the company's money. The company's made me money. We've created ideas that will change apparel forever, like the round jacket, the foam runner, and the slides that have changed the shoe industry. Now it's time for Ye to make the new industry. No more companies in between me and the audience. So a lot of people want to get rid of the middleman. Like I remember I was working for a landscaping company and I wanted to quit working for that company and I just wanted to work for this one developer, Doug Hanslick. And so I was sharing with him my, my great ideas and one of them is we'll, we'll buy seedlings and we'll transplant them into bigger pots instead of you know, buying plants in pots which cost uh, 20 bucks. Now we'll buy seedlings which cost like a dollar each and then just transplant them into, I'll transplant them into pots and uh, you know, you'll make 10,000% uh, profit. So I order the seedlings and then I come down with you know, what turns into six years of chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, I barely get through they're transplanting them, but then they have to grow into these new plots. So often people want to get rid of the middleman, 
and it doesn't work out so well. Sometimes it works out well to get rid of the middleman, and sometimes it doesn't. So Kanye wanted to get rid of the middleman. I think that's the underlying driver behind all the craziness that he's done. And he's lost about a billion dollars in the process. So if you're smart and if you know what you're doing, getting rid of the middleman can work. But I'm not sure that Kanye is as business savvy as that. Kanye has lost over a billion dollars apparently you know, from his desire just to control things, go his own way, buy his own bank. And uh, that usually doesn't work out unless you're particularly smart and savvy. Getting rid of the middleman usually is not going to work out too well. So Forbes in September you know, had a report. What's eating Kanye West? Leaving Adidas or drop the volatile superstar. So basically the whole time Yay has been scapegoating Jews for the dissolution of business deals that he was already looking to end. So he found a way to blow up the deals that he already wanted to end and play the victim. So I wonder how long uh, till Candace Owens weighs in because she's been a big uh, Kanye West supporter. And how many Kanye West supporters you know, still think that uh, he, he's worth throwing throwing a lot in? But it is terribly amusing, right? I mean, I think anyone who's watching this show is in it for the loss, right? None of us think that uh, Jews are in peril because of Kanye's remarks. None of us think that Jews are in peril because of Nick Fuentes' jokes about the Holocaust. So I think we're, we're all in it for the laughs here, right? This is not you know, the end of Jews in America. This is not the end of you know, Jewish influence in America. This is not the, the beginning of the end, right, for, for Jews. Right? This is just this is just hilarious. Like I don't think anyone's going to be convinced to start hating Jews, right? Because because of uh, you know Kanye West, like. Kanye West has made anti-Semitism look really stupid. So there's an interesting writer on Vox. He's, he's center-left, but he often makes some really good points. And Zach Buchan, do you ever read him? Kanye West and the End of Wink-Nudge Anti-Semitism. So Kanye West went way further than Alex Jones even imagined. So Alex Jones kept trying to do damage control all through the interview. And uh, cutting to a commercial just after West again affirms, I like Hitler. But he couldn't unring the bell. So Kanye West, whom Alex Jones was trying to stand up for as some kind of free speech martyr, was repeatedly expressing his support and his sympathy for Hitler and the Nazis. So Kanye has evolved into America's most famous anti-Semite. Now, it's certainly emboldening the anti-Semitic fringe, perhaps even endangering Jews. That I'm highly skeptical about. And it's not going to be some mass pogrom. Yeah, an individual may be disturbed and you know, do something criminal against Jews. That, that might happen. But Jews as a group are not in danger because of Kanye West. Right? What puts groups into danger when there are fundamental conflicts of interest between groups? Right? It's not rhetoric. Right? 
Yeah, there all, there's all sorts of Nazi rhetoric in, in the Bible about Jews, about non-Jews. That's not going to cause a genocide. What causes a genocide are fundamental, urgent, zero-sum conflicts of interest between groups. So here's the left-wing take. Since Donald Trump has brought the far right into GOP, it's become increasingly common to hear coded language about Jews, tax on globalists, or George Soros. But a tax on globalists and tax on George Soros, not anti-Jewish. Like to say that, you have to claim that you know, the majority of Jews are globalists and the majority of Jews are ally with George Soros. So as Kanye West has drifted into fringe conspiracy theories, many actors on the right have courted him as a potential ally. Yeah, that's stupid. Donald Trump had dinner with him, Tucker Carlson had him on his show, an official GMB Twitter account celebrated him. They all seemed to assume that Kanye West knew how to play the game, sell the anti-woke message, even broadcast some dog whistles to the fringe without crossing the line into out-and-out hate speech. Well, Kanye is not the most sophisticated player around. He's not the most subtle. He did not know how to play the game. So all this started October 8th, Kanye West tweeted he was about to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Two days later, Tucker Carlson aired an interview with Kanye West claiming he was being silenced for being a free thinker. So yeah, uh, Tucker does this a lot. He did it with uh, Andrew Tate. I don't think this was such a good idea because uh, Tucker like cut you know, many of the more anti-Jewish things that Kanye told him. Crazy, that's not our conclusion. We rarely heard a man speak so honestly and so movingly about what he believes Tucker Carlson told his audience. So, Tucker Carlson is not particularly responsible, not particularly particularly reasonable, uh, frequently exercises really bad judgment, uh, frequently has terrible analysis, uh, misjudged sympathy, but still most important funded around. Right? Tucker gets a lot wrong. Like he bats about 500. And he gets it right about half the time, frequently saying brave words that no other pundit on TV would say. About half the time he's wrong. So in the Tucker Carlson interview, Kanye went to Tucker's favorite topics. He railed against the genocide of the black race being perpetrated by Planned Parenthood. He accused liberal Nazis of trying to silence him. Now, there's all sorts of footage that Tucker had cut from the conversation. So Kanye expresses paranoid beliefs that fake children and professional actors have been placed in his homes to sexualize his kids. Like Kanye is off the reservation. Like anyone who thought that Kanye was some powerful, important truth teller, I think they made a misjudgment. So Kanye said, I prefer my kids knew Hanukkah than Kwanzaa. At least it will come with some financial engineering. <laughs> Not the Kanye, just because you like Hanukkah, it doesn't come with any financial engineering. So, for Tucker's perspective, it made sense to edit out those clips that made Kanye look crazy. Because Tucker wanted to claim that uh, Kanye sounded sane. That's what Tucker said. But the, the clips show that, Tucker did, that Kanye did not appear sane, that he appeared crazy. So Tucker knew what Kanye West had really said knew how bizarre the uncut interview was, so cut, Tucker cut the unhinged portions, tried to present a relatively mainstream Kanye West as a martyr for the conservative cause to save Kanye from his own unhinged remarks. 
So Scott Greer says Tucker's on our side. A lot of you know, people on the alt-right think Tucker's on our side. He can get millions and millions of boomers to nod along with talking points that only previously been seen on VDARE and American Renaissance a few years ago. That's true. Now, question is, are those talking points accurate? Do they provide added clarity? Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So for years, anti-hate groups like the ADL have warned about this tactic of attacks on George Soros or use of terms like globalists so to embolden Jewish hatred. Right. And then by that, right. what will lead to Jewish hatred primarily will be the behavior of Jews and the situation. That right. is, the situation creates some massive conflicts between Jewish and non-Jewish Americans. Right, some massive conflicts of interest. Right, when there are massive group conflicts of interest, then that will lead to negative repercussions for Jews. So, an official House GOP Twitter account claimed Kanye West as part of a new Republican pantheon. This was done October 6th, just uh, two days before Kanye went to death, death country on the Jews. So, it is interesting that Donald Trump has not condemned the Quintes. I mean, Kanye West is now a full prior, but it also shows the benefits of free speech. By allowing Kanye to speak freely, that people get to see who he really is. And I don't really think that uh, Kanye has, has you know, developed a whole lot of you know, anti-Jewish attitudes. Like, I don't think there's some kind of you know, pogrom going in, in America due to uh, Kanye West. cheap Australian Oppo phone. It's got the cheap data. So Kanye West, full pariah. But again, that's not going to put Jews you know, in danger. In fact, it's probably be good for Jews because it shows that the most famous anti-Jewish person in America is absolutely unhinged. Right? If you if you believe in something, you don't want you know unhinged people doing interviews in a full face mask, you know, without any holes for your eyes or, or your mouth. Right? If you believe in something, you don't want someone like Kanye West saying the same thing. It's like what happens after there's a mass shooting and they use some dissident right talking points, right? That then makes it much harder for normal people to use those same talking points. Right? You have to, when your rhetoric is associated with you know, ugly behavior, horrible behavior, unhinged behavior, criminal behavior, deadly behavior, you have to think twice, three times, four times, five times about using the same rhetoric. And so Kanye West, I think, has made it actually harder for criticism of Jews in America. So the left says that Kanye reveals what lurks behind the rhetoric that mainstream conservatives employ, such as globalists and George Soros. And it reveals the type of forces they're willing to ally themselves with seem politically convenient. Well, it is striking how Trump is so reluctant to condemn the alt-right, the distant right, David Duke, uh, Nick Fuentes, Richard Spencer, etc. So, uh, Richard Spencer, like, it's, it's striking that he feels zero guilt for any damage that he's done to anyone. I, I don't know, tell me I'm wrong. Do, do you know where, where Richard Spencer has expressed regret 
guilt, shame, sadness, the need to make amends to the people he's damaged. I, I don't think anyone did more damage to Donald Trump than Richard Spencer. But uh, it would, I don't think it would ever occur to Richard in his current mindset to you know, apologize for the damage he does. Kanye West has bombed his career. The right wing's plausible deniability is collateral damage. Okay, so thoughtful left wing critique there from Vox and Zach, uh, Zach Bootcamp. So, yeah, a lot of people on the right were very quick to you know, throw in with uh, Kanye West. Because it just, I think it just appealed to them. It's so cool to, you know, ally with a black man. But if you're secure in your own identity, you don't need applause from black people or people outside your group. You don't need to you know, ally yourself with, with those who are just nuts, with the completely unhinged. Okay, scathing official report from U.S. Navy says every officer is up to speed on diversity training. Yay! Not so much on ship handling, right? So it says the U.S. Navy is too woke for war because of a risk-averse, politically correct, control freak top brass. So two Navy ships nearly collided in San Diego Bay. So great news. U.S. Navy up to speed on its diversity training. But uh, ship handling, not so much. Now, also remember Richard Spencer talked a, a month or two ago how he didn't think that uh, Elon Musk would make any substantial differences on Twitter. Twitter is so much freer. Twitter is such a better place to be these days than prior to Elon taking over. Okay, so Elon Musk is uh, trying to reach out to Kanye West. Elon says, Jesus taught love, kindness, and forgiveness. He used to think that turning the other cheek was weak and foolish, but I was the fool for not appreciating its profound wisdom. So, Elon Musk restored Kanye to Twitter, and now Kanye is has uh, gone full, full unhinged. So, tremendously amusing, right? This whole Kanye pipeline. The, the red hat to red pill pipeline is real, says a friend. Yeah, but many people, they put on their MAGA, Make America Great Again hat, they get red pilled, and then they go unhinged. I mean, the same sort of thing happened to Godwin. So many people have gotten red pilled and then gone nuts. So, uh, David went on Claire Core's stream to talk about Kanye West and the Jews. Anyone catch that? Uh, Lex Friedman has weighed in. Yay, praising Hitler breaks my heart. I hear that a lot around me. People say, oh, that breaks my heart. Oh, that's so sad. Like, why? Uh, why would you, you know, why would you feel sad about, you know, whatever Kanye West is doing? He, I assure you, Kanye West doesn't feel bad about what you're doing. Uh, Kanye West is not a threat to Jews or to polite society or Western civilization. 
just making himself you know, look really stupid. The Kanye West fan club is uh, not happy. <laughs> Here's a great quote, quote from Thucydides. It's a general rule of human nature that we feel contempt for those who try to please, but we respect those who make absolutely no concessions. So, yeah, it, it seems like uh, marginalized movements attract marginalized people, like Kanye West. I mean, he did the whole interview with a ski mask on his face. Alex Jones was just doing his whole, his level best to try to divert. No friend says, Alex Jones is finished after this interview. Fuentes is off the rails. Yeah, he seems to have crossed the Rubicon. Yeah. A lot of naughty stuff. Okay, to be continued.